This podcast is hosted by RPP. The following episode contains coarse language, violent themes, sexual references, and the really creepy stuff. If you're underage, turn off your device. Normal people, Esther, don't just go straight to demonic infestation like we do. Because the government was also freaked out about babies. They might be dealing with a demonic possession. Meanwhile, as she's on top of him squeezing his throat, she's screaming, who sent him here? And they started to move towards her really fast. What are these? Australian aliens. Hello. Are we on? Yes. Oh. Welcome, 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 harmonize. Welcome, 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 welcome. It's January. Welcome, welcome. Yeah, sure is. It's January, and hopefully it's better than December and November and all the other months before it. We're actually still in 2020. Help us. Help us. So we're hoping that where you are, where you're listening to this, is better. Yeah, that the grass is green and the, there hasn't, be, there's not like a nuclear holocaust going on or anything. The sky is still blue. We're all happy. Let's hope. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So welcome to I think my fridge is haunted. I'm Gemma, and with me is my co-host, who is cooler than every ice cube in your haunted fridge. Oh. You are though. No, mate. It's Esther. It's me. I'm 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 notoriously not I'm notoriously uncool. I was the notoriously uncool kid at school. Every social setting I'm the weird the dork. But that's okay, you know, because Gemma and I are, we're both dorks. I speaking of at school, um I watched that movie that just came onto Netflix last night. It's called Little. Mm-hmm. It don't even bother. Just don't. No, it's just like is it's a comedy about um, a woman who's kind of like a nasty executive, and she um, gets turned into like her thirteen year old self, and then she has to like oh. relearn her mistakes so that she can have her old life back. So it's like the- big. It's like the Tom Hanks oh. movie Big, but in reverse. Oh, and kind of what is it? Thirteen going on thirty. Yeah, t- type of thing. Jennifer Garner or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that type of concept. Mm, Christ. So, so she's an adult with, in a child's body. Um, yes. Okay, that yeah, makes yeah, for yeah. some compelling journalism. Well, it sounds good on, on paper, but um, yeah, <laughs> Louis is like, oh, we should watch this movie. So we watched it and at the end of the movie goes, you're never ch- choosing the movie again. I was like, you're the one who said you wanted to watch it. <laughs> well, um. I might watch it just for the cringe. It's pretty cringe. Okay, good. This is one of those movies I'm sure that they just all got in the boardroom. They're like, let's just pump some yeah, stuff out. Yeah, they're like, out. your contract is ending. We yeah. need to get one more movie get out. Get our quota. Who's had a weird dream recently? Oh, I dreamt that I was a kid in my own big body. Or Yeah, exactly. Sweet. Yep, that, that sounds that's good. It. That's it. Let's Here you go. Have a couple of million dollars. Skip the cinema. Get it done. Go straight through to Netflix. Yeah. Well, that sucks. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, speaking of uh, you guys listening from the future, we're still in 2020, mm. so that means that we're still wearing masks and things. Can I tell you about this woman uh, at the vet? Yes. <laughs> so I was taking Tava in for her. Well, she was throwing up, mm. and I was a bit concerned, so I took her in for a little bit of a checkup. And um, it turns out she was just she was eating 
the wool that I use for crochet. Oh, God. And, like, oh, that she can was be eating. So bad. It was kind of like. Hairballing. Yeah. And she was just throwing it up and, like, it was really bad. Was it a different color? Was it, like, hot pink or something? <clears throat> like, did you. When she started vomiting at first, were you like, what is that? Uh, well, I didn't really because, like, I mean, I was literally, like, pulling it out of her at her one butt? point. Both ends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've done that. Not to myself. Correction. To your cat. To yeah, yeah, yeah. an animal. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she was she was eating all the wool, so she was throwing up, so I took her to the vet. So we're waiting uh, in the vet waiting area. And... Um, you know, you you have to wear a, a mask inside the, the, the waiting room and that type of thing. Mm. So we're just waiting, waiting. There's like a dude with a dog. And this lady comes in and um, she's kind of one of those people that just kind of like everybody knows that she's arrived, but okay. not in a good way. Like, she's kind of like, like they throw their bags around and they open the door really dramatically. Yeah, and like yeah, yeah. sigh like, a lot. And why is this, this door not opening? Come on, mm. come on. You know, that kind of thing like – you know, so she goes up and she tells the receptionist that she's here and the receptionist is like, oh, I'm just going to ask you to put a mask on, please. Oh, here we go. And she goes, um, there's no virus. And she goes, oh, oh it is. Oh, God, you saw a real, a real virus denier. Yeah, and <laughs> it was funny, though. So me and Tavril were just watching. And, you know, because you're wearing a mask and no one can see you smiling. Yeah. <laughs> so you could like, be gritting your yeah. teeth. You could be grinding down your molars <laughs> and rage. Well, at at first, I was kind of like, I sort of rolled my eyes. But then she said something that made me actually laugh out loud. Uh, so she goes, there's no virus. And the girl goes, well, it is our policy that you need to wear a mask in here. And the lady goes, I used to work with children. Oh, great. That makes you completely <laughs> correct. I know, Chris. Confused face. I know. And the girl behind the counter goes, I used to work with children too. But you still have to wear a mask. <gasps> <laughs> Oh my, what does that even mean? I, I don't to... know. I don't know. Did she put on a mask? She did, but she made a big hoo-ha about it. She's I... about, oh, I can't get it behind my ears. And, I hate oh, this person. it's so hot today. I hate her. There's no virus anyway. Oh. So she sits down next to me on the, on the bench. Oh, cool. what, wait, what animal did she have? She had a little dog. Mm. And um, so... <laughs> then um, me and Tavra, we went in, we saw the vet, and we came out, and I'm lining up to pay. And you're, you've got a whole <clears throat> wad of wet wool in your hands. And no, she was actually – she got a little injection, and she was fine after that, actually. Good so girl. it was really good. It was good. Is this the woman or your cat? My my cat. <laughs> <laughs> she got a little injection for her Karenism. <laughs> right in the eyeball. <laughs> Shut up, Karen. So then um, – our our vet, so she she's ready for her next person. So mm. she she comes out and she goes, Lucy, you know, saying the, the animal's name. Yeah, and no one gets up, and there's like two people. Oh there. God, don't tell me she was waiting for her name. And then she goes, Lucy, and meanwhile her dog's like, <laughs> probably yeah, and. Three times she said, is there a Lucy here? And, like, this is not a big place. Like, it, you know. And so the lady goes, oh, I can't even hear with these masks no. on. No. <laughs> I know. What's up with oh. that? <laughs> I hate her. Yeah. I hope was... you listen to this podcast because if you do, I hate you. Yeah, look, it was just in Frankston, so it's highly Frank. possible. Yeah. 
Damn. So, <laughs> so um, it was kind of the only kind of COVID denier that has actually made me laugh. So I thought that was mm. – uh, I want to share it. Yeah. I mean, I've seen people wearing the full head helmet masks. It's like a, like a dress-up costume plastic, like But with Iron no Man. actual mask on? Yeah, yeah. It's they like make the, me laugh. It freaks me out because they'll be wearing – I'll be like food shopping and you kind of have – have had to adapt to communicating through your eyebrows and your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and then someone will turn around and they'll have like, this guy had like a crocodile mask and it was oh, his entire I, yeah. head. And I, my like inner, my lizard brain couldn't handle it. I could not figure out how to like respond because I'm so, so everyone's so socially weird at the moment. Yeah. I don't know. It's like Alicia from Little Shop. She's got the, it's the yeah, uh, it's predator, the, predator mouth. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so facts from freezer. Yes. Facts from freezer. Facts from the freezer. Okay. I reckon you probably already know this. Mm-hmm. this, this Try fact. me, girl. <laughs> so, according to decorativeurns.com. Oh. Are you some... saying there's a lot of death in my family, bitch? Because <laughs> no, no, you're right. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Pacemakers with lithium batteries are removed from the body before cremation since the batteries explode in the high temperatures of the furnace, causing serious damage to the machine. I love it. And also... It's like a fancy fireworks. It's human fireworks. That no one can see. Yeah, but everyone can smell it. True, true, true. And also silicon breast implants are also usually removed from the body because the cremains... It'll, it just basically turns into a big sticky mess. Oh, so the out. You know the the um, what do you call it? The ash. Yeah, it, it would be like glue. Glue. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. So you just got to take them out. I wonder if like people's gold fillings turn into bullets. <laughs> they probably be quite just melt. A danger. They probably just melt. Oh yeah, you're right. I reckon they would probably take those types of things out first. Yeah. Oh, Pro- probably. No. I don't know. I don't I don't know. know. I don't, we'll have to ask someone who's discarded a body. We need a um, a crematorium employee. Yep. My yeah, my dream job was to be a mortician. I wanted to be a mortician. I went during my vet nursing. I went to my TAFE teacher and was like, "Can I please be a mortician instead? Can you help me?" And they're like, "Oh, there's probably one in a thousand jobs going for morticians, so you're best just like." I was going to say a lot of those types of companies are actually family run. Yes, that's so it. once they've got their job, they just they keep it for life. It. They yeah. stick to Which it. Which you would. It's, it would be an incredible job. Yeah. Um, my fact: I got this from Tash York. Who um, they He's awesome? Who's yeah? She's a legend. But they posted a status which blew my mind. Apparently, there's a lot of people who can smell ants. Dude, I read that too. What is up with that? I tried smelling some ants after I found out the status. Uh, read the status, and I can't smell ants. And I'm pretty sure I think it was Marilyn Mocktail was like, yeah, I can. Yeah, can you I not? Think, I was yeah. like, uh, no. Like, what are they? What do they smell like? Who knows? Someone said like it was quite bitter. Smelling ants. Like, is this only if there's like a bunch of them? You know, before it rains, I don't know. ants just go nuts. I don't know whether it was either <clears throat> if you accidentally step on some or if there's like a nest of ants. Ant smellers give I us the I can smell answers. some bugs, like stink beetles. <laughs> stink bugs. Bugs that are purposefully stinky. 
like a then their actual like job is working <laughs> with poo. Cause, cause <laughs> you can smell them. Like click beetles. Oh, some bugs really stink. Mealworms used to stink. Uh, crickets. No, crickets. Crickets stink. Uh, I crickets don't know. Stink. I don't remember crickets really being that stinky when I had a lizard. But um, Oh, they used to shit stink. on you. They'd, they'd, they'd pee on you and it would stink. Uh, yeah, maggots, maggots are smelling. But yeah, ants. Weird. Mm. Are people getting down on the floor? Yeah, are you putting an ant in your nose and inhaling? Ant sniffers. Unite. A new kink fetish? No. Could be. Not, not <laughs> judging. just um, a thing we're not part of, apparently. Yeah, I'm. Yep. Let's get into this. All right. Is yours Let's negative or positive? Negative. Yay, mine's positive. Really? What do you want to do? Do you, do you want me to get mine out of the way and we'll yep. finish on yours? Yep. I'm looking forward to yours then. Same. It was really fun and I really want to be a member of this thing I'm talking about. <gasps> I think I'll do it. I think oh. I'll move to California and do it. Oh. Is it like those people that are obsessed with My Little Ponies or no, something like bitch. that? No, bitch. What? They're called um, um, bronies. bronies. Yeah. No, <laughs> Christ. No. <laughs> I hate My Little Pony. So weird. Okay, so this is uh, a really interesting murder case that is kind of very much not as well known as other ones that are equally crazy. Uh, anyway, I'm just going to get right into it. There wasn't a massive amount on it. So, um, if there's anyone out there that knows more about this case Mm. and I've made a mistake, um, apologies in advance or in past, because we're coming in from the past. True. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm going to tell you the story of, um, Angela Stolt. Mm. Ring a bell? Mm Mm-mm. No, I'm excited. I'm interested is to Stolt know a German you... name? I would say so. Chris, is it a German name? Angela Stolt, yeah. She's nodding. She's, she's, like, I don't know. she's like, I don't like this job <laughs> sure, anymore. Sure, Esther. <laughs> she's like playing Candy Crush. <laughs> so, today we are traveling over to Florida. Oh, God, you know, it's going to be messed up in Florida. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we're heading to a place called Deltona. And, you know, when I was researching this, I had the Google Maps right there. Because I, know you do. I always, it helps me, helps me to understand. <laughs> so um, let me introduce you to a woman named Angela Stolt. So, hi, Angela. Hi, Angela. She's a bit of a nightmare. Oh. Uh, But I'll go back and I'll tell you about her earlier life and then I'll tell you what she did. Cool. So Angela was born in 1972 and she was actually born in Thailand in Bangkok. Oh, she's Thai? No. But the reason for this was that her dad was in the army and her family moved from place to place in her early life. So she had a sister and then her mum and her dad. Mm. So eventually in her early teens, they are able to move back to the US and they ended up living in Florida. So Angela seems to have some issues with relationships. Apparently she found it pretty hard to find friends when her family moved around, you know, so she's going to mm, new schools and that kind of thing. And it's going to be hard for anyone, but she had sort of especially had yep. some issues. Um, and by the age of 25, she had been married three times. Oh, that makes me feel a lot better about myself. (laughs) By the age of 26, I was only married once. Good. Yeah. Good. (laughs) 
So um, at the age of 20, she marries another guy. Sorry, I've missed a paragraph. So when they go back to the US, Angela meets a guy that's about three years older than her and she leaves school to marry him and she's just 14. Oh, no. I know, right? That's child bride. Yeah. I don't even Wait, know Wait, how old's legal. the guy? He's like 17. Oh, so you can say 70, thank no, God. No, 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 no. He's, he's a teenager as well. So this marriage didn't last very long. In fact, the relationship was described as being volatile. At the age of 20, she marries another guy, which also ends up in divorce. Although they do have a child together, which I believe that would have been her son. Mm. Her third marriage lasts a bit longer. Um, at around age 25, she marries again and they have a daughter. They live in Deltona and Angela, she actually um, likes to be known as Angel. She starts up a friendship with the family across the street. And the family is that of a guy named James Schaefer and his girlfriend, who they've been together for 17 years, and they've got four kids so it's three kids that they've had together and then his girlfriend has another one from a previous mm. relationship. So they all sort of live together. And their kids would play with Angela's kids. So Angela and James have this kind of like kind of like a drinks buddy kind of relationship. Yeah, right. <clears throat> it's not a romantic relationship. They're just kind of like Angela is kind of like a night owl. She likes to stay out real late. Yeah. And James is actually a limo driver, so he does really, really late shifts. And I don't know if you've ever sort of done, like, you know, evening shifts or Mm. anything like that. Like, Mm. it can be difficult to just sort of wind down. Oh, for sure. So they would end up drinking on her porch quite late Mm. at night. Now, they get to know each other, and at this point, James has had a lot of money problems. He's 34 years old and he seems to owe a lot of money, whether it's bills, rent, and apparently he also has a gambling issue. His accounts are constantly overdrawn, he writes bad checks, and whenever he gets like any extra cash, he like gambles, gambles it. it. Yeah. Now he's also on disability payments for depression. Um and Angela has her own issues including a health condition called hyperthyroidism. Oh, hyperthyroidism. Yes. Yeah, Do my, you know it? My cat has, has it and um, has it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. Um, which, according to the National Centre of Biotechnology Information, has side effects including irritability, insomnia, anxiety, restlessness fatigue, impairment in concentrating and memory. Um, And sometimes people that have this condition can go into like mania Mm. and delirium and that kind of thing. So yeah, my cat has your cat. She's pretty crazy. Yeah. (laughs) So in 2011, Angela is 39 years old and her marriage is not doing too well. This is her third marriage. So they've actually been married for like, Four ten years of this. That's not bad. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, But her husband is violent. And one day he just walks out and no one knows where he went. And she actually kind of seemed happy that he was gone. Not a good sign. (laughs) So, like, no one even looked for him. So, wait, did he disappear? 
Um, like, is not this a the lot. crime? Is no, this no, this is not this the crime. This is not the crime. Okay. He just left. Right. And, I mean, for all it we know. It wasn't a Carol he, Baskins. No, 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 no. I mean, look, he might be in a forest somewhere in a shallow grave. Mm, but okay. for some reason, not a big deal has been made out of it. And see. Who knows? Who knows? Well, if he's a, abusive, then. Yeah. Whatever. Um. So, even though she's in financial crisis after he leaves, she's actually she's not really that bothered because, you know, the marriage was kind of not going so well. Yeah. She actually ends up uh, dating another guy soon after. He lives in Texas, but that's not really anything to do with the story either. And she's able to survive off government health benefit money for her hyper, hyperthyroidism. And James, the guy across the road, mm, limo he, boy, limo dude, he also pays her a hundred dollars a month to help him with his bookkeeping. Oh, guys, that was air quotes, <laughs> air by the quotes. way. <laughs> so what Wait, he would what do? Book, oh, you're, you're about to explain what bookkeeping? Air well, quotes bookkeeping is? like is like say I I know what had, bookkeeping is, but is bookkeeping like sex? No, 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 no. It's just look. I mean, I guess bookkeeping is, you know, say you run a small business and you're not very good at accounting and, like, you would get someone to do your accounting. But, like, this guy, he's in massive debt. You know, he's he's, he's got a job and he's got benefits coming in. So, like, I I, I don't know. Like, what are you exactly bookkeeping? Yeah. It's a bit... uh. Yeah. (laughs) So, what he would do is he would have his healthcare payments made um, into her bank account. Oh. So I guess to keep those payments private so he could still work and get money. Right. I didn't know you could do that. We, I mean, I don't... What, does she you work? You can't, I mean... No, she's not working. So, yeah, I guess, like, their version of Centrelink would see that she's not working. Because you can only earn a certain amount of money when you're on the dole. So, well, I mean, it's basically he's just given his government you know, clerk person, her, mm. he's just said, oh, this is the bank account I want you to put it into. Right. Um, and then he, then she would take out, like, she would take the money out for him and keep $100 um, right. for I herself. wonder how much he makes doing being on the depression doll. So he actually made $1,200 a month. Jesus. So it's like 300 a week. God. From, this is for his depression um, benefit. Sign me up. <laughs> um, so let's fast forward to two years later. So we're now in 2013. And James has been getting kind of paranoid about his money issues. They're really ramping up. I mean, there's just, he just has money issues left, right, and center. And some people believe he owed money to the bookies from his gambling, which is probably not too yep. far out of the question. So on April 3rd, he's seen leaving work after driving a group of people over to Tampa and then his girlfriend gets this weird text message from him saying, I don't know when you're going to see me. Okay. Pretty random. So we don't know if his girlfriend knew about his money problems, but it would appear that some of his friends may think he's gone on the run. They knew about some of his money Mm. issues. Because they also got some text messages saying he was going off the radar for a while because he was being followed and that he was going to come back when it was safe. So he doesn't come home that night on April 3rd and the next day on April 4th, his parents reported him missing. Okay. 
Now, the police notice that his cell phone has pinged on different cell towers, so they can't actually figure out where, like, the actual location of his phone is. Mm. It's not um, a really specific spot. Um, so the police decide to do a door knock on some of the neighbourhood, you know, yep. ask some of the people around where he lived. Um, and one of those doors is that of Angela Stolt. And she's like, um, no, I haven't seen James for a few days, you know. Um, and they find out she was taking his benefit money for him. So a few days later, they decide to come back and ask her a few more questions. And she's like, no, nah, look at this text. Like, he, he's told me he's gone off grid for a while. Um, and she shows him this text saying that he's being followed and he's run off somewhere. And they're like, okay, well, do you mind if we come inside and take a look around? She's like, cool. So they come into her house and it's really disgusting. It's the, the investigator says to the Oxygen TV show Snapped, probably one of the worst houses I've ever seen. Dirty, filthy, trash everywhere. So I guess she was like some kind of a hoarder or something, hoarder yeah. or something like that. But they can't find James in there. Um, because they thought he was hiding out there, Mm. but there's no James. But they keep asking her questions and eventually she caves a bit and she says, well, okay, maybe I did see him. So she says she saw him the day he went missing and they met at a bank so that he could give her $150 that he owed her. Angela says... Oh, he got driven there by some other person. I didn't really see them. She goes on to say James came over that night. He comes over to her porch and he says that he needs money. Um, Angela apparently says the police are looking for him. Um, So she's like, you need to turn yourself in or whatever. The police are looking for you. But um, that doesn't actually make sense because he wasn't really reported missing until the following day. So I think she's got her story mixed up. So time goes on and it's now two and a half weeks since anyone has seen James. So emergency services gets a phone call and it's Angela's sister, April. And she says she needs help because Angela says she's going to kill herself. Okay. Do we know if she's threatened suicide before? I don't know that information. Mm. So the police go over there and Angela says... She wants to speak with the investigators looking at James' case. The police say that she looks really bad. Um, One of them said it looked like she's going through an emotional crisis. And she tells them, you guys should have stopped me. You should have ended this before it got to this point. So after she says that, the the police read her her Miranda rights. Um, Then Angela asks for a lawyer and refuses to talk anymore. Oof. So, well, which is which is recommended. <laughs> yeah, if it's you recommended, get arrested by police, you have every right to get a lawyer and not talk. It's just annoying but because, bit, like, she's the one who's like, "I want to tell you all this stuff that happened." Yeah. And she's like, "No, nah, actually, I won't." <laughs> yeah, she's starting to freak. Yeah, yeah, she's starting to freak. Um, they take her to a mental health facility, and she starts telling the investigators she wants to hang herself. He perseveres and he's like, no, tell me what happened. Tell me what happened. And then finally, Angela admits the truth about what happened to James. So going back to April 3rd, 2013, when 
was the, the day he was last seen. Angela claimed that she picked up James after he finished work around 3am and they had some drinks. James asked her if he could have some money. He wanted Angela to ask her father, who was actually dying at the time, for four grand. And well, you don't do that to someone who's dying. Well, exactly. Um, and apparently this just really, really irritated her. So they decide to go on a drive. Um, they drive over to a place called Osteen Cemetery and they just sat in the car for a while, sort of in mm. the dark. It's all a little bit blurry. She says he attacked her. So she stabbed him in the eye Whoa. with an ice pick and then she strangled him. Wait, like a wooden ice pick? Um, I think it tends to be a thing like in America, doesn't it? Like it's kind of like just a really pointy metal instrument. Why would she have that? In, I guess they were drinking. Why would she have? Exactly. They meditated. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here's an ice pick I just happen to have in my wow. car. I like to keep a lollipop there. <laughs> It's my back scratcher. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, she said later at the police station that she then stabbed him in the other eye after he Why was dead. Why is she aiming for the eyeballs? It's That's a such a like odd. gnarly. It's gnarly. Blech. That's a great word for it. Gross. Um, but later in court, she denied that. She denied stabbing him in the other eye, but I suppose... What, do they have the body? The, exactly. I suppose if the forensic evidence... If his eyes are there, stabbed, no, then there you go. fell on it after he was... <laughs> yeah. Um, so his sister April said that Angela told her that um, she got behind James to strangle him. So I guess she was kind of like in the back seat and she's like, she's, you know, it was... Premeditated. Is he a small guy? I guess when you're blinded by an ice pick, you well. Um, I mean, he looked like a pretty average to big kind of guy on mm. the picture that I saw. Um, but she said to she, but Angela also told her sister he was out of it when she killed him. Her daughter also said that Angela said, apparently she's been telling everyone what she's been up to. She had given James his vodka because remember they had right. a little drink and she spiked it with a drug called flexoril which okay. is a muscle relaxant right because it is hard to strangle someone well yeah i guess yeah um which is, so and it just so happened that this is one of the drugs that her dad had remember i said right. he was really ill yes um so after james is dead angela freaks out a bit Mm, of course. Of course. And she's like, I'm going to go to jail and my kids are going to get taken away. Yeah. So she takes James home to stop blood from getting all over her car. Angela wrapped James' head in plastic and then she took the Oof. body back to her place. Um, and this actually reminds me of a um, British murder I heard about on the Evidence Locker podcast. Mm. It was just a couple of weeks ago. I think it was called The Wheelie Bin Killer. Uh, where a husband killed his wife and wrapped her head in a plastic bag. And that's how they were able to pin the murder on him, actually. That's not the one where they kept finding bodies dumped in the bins behind the pubs. That was, I think that's oh. the Camden Ripper, the, the one I told you ages ago. Yeah. I think during lockdown. Yeah, yeah. 
bins and bodies. Bins and bodies. Some people That's just the name think, of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That's the episode name. So Angela, um, she gets like, you know, um, one of those like kids like pools. Mm. Um, so she uses that um, and a hacksaw Oof. to cut the body up and, you know, keep all the pieces in one Like place. a blow up rubber. I think or so. Or like one of those shell ones. Or it could ones. be one of those shell ones. I'm Either not really way, sure. it's not good. Yeah. Um, and after she cuts him up, she thinks, um, well, I wonder if I could put him in the oven and cremate him. <laughs> no. Oh, this is why you've, you've got cremation on your mind today. Well, just remember last episode, I, um, I did one about the murder on the bus. Yeah. And my fact was about a bus. Being yeah, really fast. Hell? Well, my story is not about ants and smelly bugs. No, that's all right. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like this plan. Weaving it in. Good. <laughs> so she puts. Oh, this is, she's such an idiot. She puts one of his legs in the oven, and I guess she tries to cook it, bake it, it, burns. Yeah, and, and would just blow the whole like oven out that would just like it's a ridiculous idea it's just like she's not thought this through is she is she a drug addict not that i know of i mean i didn't read anything that pertained to anything like that well i mean her hypothyroidism definitely had those Mm. side effects of um, mania and that type Mm. of thing so she puts his leg in the oven and the rest she tries to cook on the stove. So apparently she told the court she had to pull the ice pick out of James' head for it to fit in the pot. So, you know, bit of a, how's this going to work? with water? I just have so many questions. Like, I, was she trying I to I don't know. I think it? she was trying to boil it. I think she was trying to Get boil, the like, the flesh off. off. Yeah. You know, like, um, flipping Dennis Nilsson. Yeah, yeah. But she didn't realise that cooking the body parts would create so much smoke. Um, I could have told her that and I don't yeah, eat meat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, anything. You can burn a pizza yeah. and it's going to make smoke. So, um, so there was also a bad smell, which she didn't expect to happen for some reason. It was, it was a surprise. So she thinks, well, I'm going to have to sort this out. So I'm going to have to dump the body parts somewhere. So she told her son and daughter, who at the time of the trial were 18 and 16. What? Were they living at home? Yeah, they were there too. They knew. They Every, saw her cutting up the body. Well, she says she was getting rid of a dead deer that she'd hit with her car. What, with human hands? <laughs> human hand. <laughs> yeah. Which absolutely makes no sense because if you hit a deer or a kangaroo or whatever, you leave it. You leave it. You, you pull che- it to the side well, you, of the road. You yeah, check you if it's check okay. if it's okay. You pull it to the side of the road, but you leave it there essentially. You don't freaking take it home and cut it up and, and put it in the freaking oven cook it and then cremate it. I mean, you can bury it. You can put it back in the forest. You can take it to the tip. Whatever. Like you don't. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And that's not not a crime. It's. I don't know. So she, she she actually got her son to help her take some of the parts out to the car. So she she put it in bags. Oh, She's like, hey, give me a hand. And, um, hands, hands. Yeah, hands. In I'll give, actual you, hand. give you a hand or two. And, 
and they they drive around and they throw them in various places around their county, including a place called New Smyrna Beach, which I checked Google Maps is a thirty minute drive away. So they didn't drive that far with no. the body parts, really. Damn. And I'm look. She's I'm dumb. guessing. I'm guessing her son knows what's going on. I don't know if if he's a hillbilly too. A deer. He's just like, all right, mom, I'll go help you pull out these deer here just on the beach there. Why are we driving all of these parts of this deer into all these different places and like hiding them in bushes? Why don't we just take it back to a forest and just, you you know. I never met a deer that wear jeans, mom. Yeah. No, it's a new thing. Sometimes they do now. I think you're absolutely right. I think that's literally what we're looking at at this point. Oh, God. I wonder if she spoke Thai. I'd be impressed if she was born No, she was just born there like, you know, I mean, she was back in Florida by 14, so. Casey Anthony and Angela Stolt. Stolt. Yeah. Holding hands. Florida. Throwing away um, body parts. Were the Petersons from Florida? Lacey and Scott? Yeah, yeah. I think, think they would. I think there's might like have been a whole Florida. family of Floridians. <sighs> Floridians, Flo- yeah. Floridians, freaking Florida. Freaking so, yeah. So, <laughs> investigators look into where she had been on the day on third of April when uh, James were missing. Turns out she'd actually bought rubber gloves at Walmart. Good, good Just good. a few hours before the murder. Before, so, okay. Oh yeah, no, no. She, yeah. She, I mean, I, she knew what she was going to do right. that night. Oh, of course, with the spiking of the alcohol. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay, I've caught on. Yep, she had the muscle relaxant in the vodka. She had the ice pick in the car, everything. And the plastic bag. Yep. As yep. well. So the police are only able to find 56 of Schaefer's 206 bones. Jesus. So they really don't find much of him. And they never find his head or torso, Oof. which apparently was cut into three pieces. The torso? Yeah. Wow, I wonder what she used. A hacksaw. Like it's... Jesus. Oh, can you imagine going through the stomach? Oh, dude. She wonders where that smell comes from. A lot of people don't think that when someone dies or is murdered, they shit themselves and they piss themselves. Oh, all sorts of nasty stuff probably happens, especially when you're cutting them open. Yeah. You know. Uh. So she tells the court James attacked her. And she acted in self-defense. Good. Decapitation. Yeah, self-defense with my pre-purchased gloves and ice pick. And drugs. And drugs and plastic bag. Yeah. After that, the jury spent just three hours deliberating. And they found Angela also guilty of abuse of a dead body and tampering with physical evidence. She was convicted of first-degree murder and she was sentenced to life in prison without parole in December 2014. Good. The judge also sentenced her to 15 years extra for abusing a human body um, to follow the life sentence and another five years on top of that for tampering with physical evidence to follow the body abuse charge. Good. So and what was the motivation, the money, or she didn't like James asking her dying well, dad for Well, there's an grand. interview. I Yeah, there's an interview with her, the, the police interview. It only goes for about four or five minutes. And she's telling the guy, oh, he just told me so many lies. He told me so many lies, so I wanted to kind of get him back for that. 
cool. So she's a bit of a narcissist. I guess like, I guess there's a, there's a lot going on in that relationship that Mm. we don't know about, but he has, he has angered her to such, what's the term? Such Um, a state where she's, she's gone over and above. It's not a missionary killer. I don't know. Could be a missionary killer. That's that's all right. Yeah, they, but they I do mean, it out of like trying to better the community because he's a liar. So the oh. community would be better without him because he's been untruthful. Do you a lot of people that a lot of like serial a vigilante killers, kill, yeah. killer. Yeah, uh, either missionary or yeah. I'm not so sure like because a lot of people that like serial killers that murder like sex workers and stuff. It's all because it's like they're cleansing, oh, cleansing the community. I see. From... I don't think she's that smart. No. Um, no. I just, think I think he's just irritated. Just her, her motivation and, and, is really shit. And be and having having the mindset that she has, I think she's just massively overreacted. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's almost like complete anger. If he's like, I'm going to ask your dying dad for money and she's yeah. so pissed i think he's the type of guy that he's asked her for money so many times as well yeah and yeah, yeah, yeah. you know he's told she's, her that she he's gonna pay her this hundred dollars a month and it's probably not happened is she educated she she did well, she, she left school, school? She, she left school at 14 to get married oh my god she basically went oh from god. student to domestic violence situation yeah, and marriage, then she just marriage, went from marriage marriage marriage, marriage just to um you know support herself yeah no, that's not cool. So Judge Rowe told the jury, you've performed above and beyond your civic duty. I suspect that most of you had never heard of anything like what you've heard this week and probably hope that you never have to hear it again. So that is the story of Angela Stolt. I was going <laughs> to say Holt. Angela Stolt. Wow. Um, How and did you find out about that? Uh, I don't know. I heard about it ages and ages ago. Never heard of it. And I put it down on my list and then I went back to my list. I was like, what's that one again? So I looked it up and um, I think I saw an article. It was like Florida cannibal mother or right. you know, something as soon stupid as they, like that. Yeah, put them a body in the kitchen, then it's a cannibal. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was just like, oh, I'll – you know, have a look at that sometime well, that later was in the future. Fun, but it was um yeah, it's an interesting story that um doesn't. I mean, there's not a lot on it, which is odd. No, nah. and look, Florida looks beautiful. I've always wanted to go to Florida. Mm. The weather t- to me is perfect. Really? Oh yeah, you wouldn't like mind that, that humidity. Love it. Really? Wow. I'd, I'd love to go to Florida, but Casey Anthony's a twat. She sure is. Um, so what have you got for us? Okay. Bringing up the... Uh, Rhea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> my sources today are Wikipedia, the Daily Mail and the Sun, and I'm covering Sisters of the Valley. What is that? <gasps> is that like a flower? No. These ladies, I want to join. I want to join their fucking group. I want to be up in there. Sisters of the Valley. It's incredible. I don't know what that is at all. You will. Will I? Basically, they're um, they're nuns that grow and sell weed. 
They are my favourite women. Oh, that's awesome. Are they in Frankston? <laughs> Actually. <laughs> they're in California. Uh-huh. And they're the grooviest chicks I've ever I've seen come out of America for a long time. Wow, cool. Well, I, I can't love wait. I'm obsessed with them and I can't wait to post these photos because a photo- they a photographer was, was invited into their little farm and took the most stunning photos of just these nuns blazing it. And it, they are gorgeous photos. They're in the full I want to see the full nun get up and the habit they're in the habit and it just looks it's stunning i love it that's awesome okay cool let's let's talk about sisters of the valley after following practices of biodynamic agriculture that is a tongue twister right there nuns regulate their operations by the cycles of the moon starting two-week production intervals upon the new moon during which time they also practice chastity and vegetarianism clever the owner and lead sister, Christine Morsine. Christine, <gasps> our producer. What? Christine She's M. a sister. She's a sister of the valley um, who does not identify with Christianity. What? I, they, don't, they don't tie themselves with any religious organization. But they're nuns. But wow. They're nuns. This is why I love them. I huh. love them. Love them. Considers the production to be a spiritual activity whose rituals incorporate new age practices and environmentalism, borrowing from Native American practices. Christine, um, air quotes, lead sister, also mentions. Now, what does that word say? Begoins? To refer to a business's philosophy. The members wear religious habits and refer to each other as sisters, but claim no affiliation with religion, which is the tits. Business Insider calls the Sisters of the Valley nuns. <laughs> oh, could we have to do this photo shoot? Oh, <laughs> yes. Sister Mary Esther. Sister Mary Esther. Why, why can't I just be Sister Esther? <laughs> have it, uh, well, just in Sister Act, they're always like Sister oh, Mary true. something. True, 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 true. Or Sister Mary. I, I look, I'll admit, I have not seen Sister it. Sister Mary... My Rachel. name is Christian, but aren't, aren't nuns Catholic? Yeah, they're Catholic. Traditionally, well, are there nuns of other religions? I don't know. None that I know of, Gemma. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, God, I suck. Anyway, um, Business Insider calls the Sisters of the Valley nuns, quote, the most talked about women in the pot business. <laughs> Which really, cool. I agree with. Do you know where they are? Are they in Humboldt County? I'm getting there. But I don't know. I don't think it's Humboldt County, wherever that it's is. It's like the it's famous like place where there's loads of... No, it's, it's in California. It's the place that's like been producing loads and loads of weed for like decades. Well, I, There's a documentary about it on Netflix. It could um, be. Yeah, I'll, I'll get to where they are because they had to relocate due to oh due to laws and such. Oh, it wasn't like the soil. No, well, they're selling weed. Some spots in America really don't sad. deal with that. Yeah. It's really sad. Yeah, catch up, Australia. 
I know, right? Um, <sighs> this group of pot selling women reside in California, where they mainly produce cannabis for me- medicinal purposes only. Mm-hmm. They specialize in high CBD, low THC weed that they grow on site. It's really good. The sisters' organic products include salves, tinctures. Tinctures. I love the word tincture. Tinctures and oils engineered to treat issues like migraines and back pain. Hmm. Every product is prayed over by its makers before hmm. being sent off to the customers, which I'm not in a prayer, but I think that's really pretty fucking rock and roll. That is rock and roll. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. I love yeah, it. Yeah. I love it. Beginning with just 12 plants, the business has now grown to an international operation. This is a quote from a nun. It's a wonderfully healing plant. Gradually, the world is starting to open up to the idea of cannabis. I thought it said cannibals. It's cannabis. (laughs) (laughs) There's got to be a B-grade movie somewhere. The cannibal cannabis. Sorry, the (gasps) cannabis cannibals. If you smoke pot, you're going to eat a person. Don't do it. (laughs) Jesus says no. (laughs) Cannabis as medicine rather than treating it as a dangerous drug. Don't do drugs. Oh, well. Is there a head in the pot or is the pot in the head? (gasps) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) We've tied it around like a shoelace. (laughs) She says her products so far have a a 100% success rate at curing customers' harmful addictions, although she admits she has a small sample size. Now, I think that means she has a small addiction to weed. It kind of come, comes across that way. Yeah. No, no, no. But, or sample size size of the maybe people. Like the sample oh, size right. is like she's only <laughs> she's only testing it on like 10 people. Where, right. where, oh. I mean, it would be better if an actual scientific study would be like 150 people or something. Right. Okay. Yes, that, that makes more sense. Sister Kate, another groovy nun, exclaimed, we worked with eight people who were addicted to either alcohol, tobacco or meth but they all got better. Now, I don't know if they got better at drinking alcohol, smoking tobacco or taking meth, <laughs> but we we don't know. But we'll leave that to the nuns. What they do is their business. I mean, at the end of the day, if my local meth addict decided that they would, you know, rather smoke pot, I, I wouldn't be opposed to that. <laughs> I mean... Rather than meth, I mean, oh, you know, meth. They're, they're going to steal my wheel. Disgusting. But you know, if if they're Look, if, if they're a nun hands pot, me a J, gonna... I'm going to give her a high five and 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 have a little smile and walk into the sunset and be like, "This is a great day." You're not but stealing if a nun wheels. gives me meth, I'll start to go, "What the hell is society?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd still laugh though. That'd be pretty funny. I'd <laughs> film it and put it on TikTok. Um, they quote, that's a better success rate than Alcoholics Anonymous. Anonymous. AA. The nuns um, also use CBD as an active ingredient derived from cannabis to treat everything from epilepsy and cancer. Wow. And once again, they're preaching their own product. Sister Kate says, it is a wonderfully healing plant. Gradually, the world is starting to open up to the idea of cannabis as medicine. Wait, I've already... Oh, I've repeated that. that. Fuck. I I thought the cannibal line was coming up again. I was... Does it cure COVID? (laughs) 
Obviously not, because look at America. Am I right? (laughs) Such is their success rate um, that the sisters are now being subject to an upcoming documentary directed by a British filmmaker. The film... Breaking Habits, <laughs> hey, the puns all around today, is um, due to, due, well, it would have already been released because this is quite a while ago, but they were going to release it on Saturday to mark 420 in the US calendar. Oh, is it, is it still coming out? I think it's already out. It's it, is a, out. It, is, yep. it is out. It is out. Oh, cool. Yep. Breaking Habits director Bob Rob Ryan, I'm just going to call him Bob Rob, <laughs> says that Sister Kate's fight to change the cannabis industry from stoner to healer is genuine and he- heartful. Heartfelt. Fuck. You're I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have dreams about weed and cannibals tonight. I guarantee you. Cool. He said, it's a story about a woman taking on the local establishment to change the law and cannabis in the healing sense. <laughs> I think that's awesome. I wish I had have just replaced all the words of cannabis with cannibals. With cannibal. Because it would have made such a different story. Yeah. Cannibals healed cancer. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> the documentary is just part of the sister's plan for a world expansion of their medicinal marijuana empire. Sister Kate said, we intend to have enclaves in every town and province in the next 20 years. We're going to be doing more and more with Hollywood because that's the megaphone to the world. We're also planning an edgy political series done in cartoon form. So Mm. these nuns are taking over the planet. They're kicking ass and smoking grass. (gasps) Oh, Oh, What did I just do? (laughs) Chris is writing it down. She's going to get it tattooed on her back, I guarantee you. (laughs) Full chest piece. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm so good. Um, Do they wear, like, black and white habits? It's actually, like... From what I've saw, it's it's like a um, baby blue. Cool, right? They're quite groovy, and they yeah, do yeah. their eyebrows, and they have winged eyeliner. I fucking love them. They I have really yeah. Cool. They're just the tits. They're on wow. YouTube. I'll send. You, I'll post some videos. They're yeah, great. please. Yep. Um, but despite her upcoming screen debut, Sister Kate says she doesn't actually like the film anymore. She said, "I've seen the film so many times. I'm sick of it. I didn't even like." I didn't like it, but everyone else likes it, so I'm happy about that. So I like that. She's kind of like bragging but not. Yeah, modest. Yeah. <laughs> the film explores how Sister Kate and her team have fought bitterly against white man rule. Mm-hmm. Haven't we all? I love them. Right? <laughs> right, sis? High five. High five. This includes an obstructionist county sheriff and black market thieves. Sister Kate... This badass lady says that um, we don't like the white man rule. Yes. Clicks. Clicks for Sister Kate. Yeah. Farm people are very slow to adapt to new ideas. Farm people seems kind of... (laughs) Derogatory? (laughs) (laughs) Farm people. (laughs) Does she mean like the... the Farmers? Rural population? I don't know what that means. (laughs) <laughs> there are there any farm people out there? What's a farm person? <laughs> a farmer. 
I'm going to change it to farmer. Farmers are very slow to adapt to new ideas, but even that's kind of mean to farmers because they're quite smart. Um, anyway, well, yeah. Wait, I mean, let me finish the sentence. Maybe we'll find out. <laughs> Farm people are very slow to adapt to new ideas. People are stuck in the 1950s with, that, with their ideas towards the cannabis plant for medicinal use. I still don't really... Um, yeah, look... Maybe farmers are different in California. Maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because the farmers on the peninsula are pretty chill. <laughs> I don't really... They be growing their own supply. <laughs> you know what? And even if they say they don't, you know they are. You know they do. Come on. They've got that little sparkle the in their side eye. hustle. Yeah, a bit of <laughs> a cheeky smirk. <laughs> on Monday, the activist weed nuns will also be protesting ecclesiastic privilege and clerical sex abuse. So they are against priests who are pedophiles. Oh, I see what that means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So sex abuse in the church. Yeah, I love it. Right. Sister Kate added, we are accustomed to fighting for the rights of the marginalised. If a clergy person, an elder, a priest, a pastor sees abuse, they must report it. You'd think they would. That wasn't me. That was Sister Kate. I know. But I also agree. But, you know. Yeah, I agree. But, um. Yeah, mic drop for Sister Kate. That's awesome. I didn't. I never even knew about that. That's rad. They are the coolest ladies. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on YouTube and and see if I can. There's see a video some that's kind of them. come out recently. And them smoking pot with or Audrey Plaza. Audrey. Aubrey? Oh, Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From yeah. Parks and Rec. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Super cute. Yeah, and I want to see if I can get that um, documentary as well. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you guys can hear, but there's, there's the, a staff party. There's a staff party happening in the studio, and it's starting to get a bit noisy. So yeah, I'm, but we're it's bring wrap your own everything, so it's gonna be lame. We're not going because I only bought old muesli that's been sitting in my car, and, and she wanted the tiny pancakes with salmon on top. Yeah, but guess what, Karen? It's bring your own, so. And it's really hard to make tiny pancakes with salmon on top when you're driving all the time and it's not like you have, like, a kitchen in your car. I like have an ice pick and some sedatives prepped in my or console. Or do you? Or do I? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you guys, anyway, thanks guys. for tuning in again. We really, really appreciate Woo! it. Until next week, be creepy. But don't be a creep. Woo! Bye. Yeah, it's a DT at the end. <clears throat> a DT? Stolted. Oh, I thought like a... Stolt. A, a dick twister or something. <laughs> <laughs>